Uh, welcome to Caching in the Northwest. This is the only podcast dedicated to geocaching in the great Pacific Northwest. We'll talk about caches and cachers unique to this little corner of the continent. So while you're washing the ash off your car, we'll be caching in the Northwest. That's right, and that means it's time to bring in our soot-covered simian. Some say he's listed as a side effect on several popular medical treatments. Others say he's the best Canadian import since Molson beer. All we know is he's called Land Monkey. Hey, thanks for setting the bar nice and low. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that makes it really easy to, to, you know, basically I can take the rest of the night off now if that's, that's, if that's where we're it, setting the bar. That's all the energy I've got left here in Smogist. <laughs> Smogist. Isn't that a great, great name? Yeah. I hadn't heard that one until uh, you had mentioned it there, Wits End. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. No Boy, I just find myself really dragging with all the smoke in my lungs. Oh, that's that's my excuse too. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, before we get into it, um, there was a stories all over the news up here in uh, the Metro Vancouver area that uh, being outside and breathing for the day was the equivalent of smoking seven and a half cigarettes. So. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if that's true though, because I mean, cigarettes have other crap in them, right? So. That yeah, burning trees don't. So I don't know if it's exactly the same. Isn't isn't cigarettes kind of a burning tree anyway? But you know, I really appreciate an air I can feel. I I, I just feel like I'm getting more value in every breath. That crunchy air. Yeah, yeah. We had a, uh, an event outside, or we had an event at uh, where I work, and there was ice cream, and they were served a truck outside, and everybody was holding their ice cream up to get free sprinkles. There you go. As the ash fell on it. <laughs> right. There you go. All right. Well, um, looking forward to a fun show tonight. We've got uh, we've got a lot of news stories that uh, I don't know. It's just been one of those weeks where there's been a lot of curious things uh, that have popped up in, in the news, uh, geocaching related. So we're gonna have a little fun talking about some of those. We're gonna recount our adventures from the past weekend. Mm-hmm. Get some updates from everybody, and uh, yeah, I guess that that's the stuff we're going to talk about. So that's lots. We may as well get into it, but I think we have other things to do before we roll into that, right, guys? Oh, you better oh, believe you know. it. Yeah. You know, I think we should first start with a quick reminder that we appreciate the support of our patrons. You know, it's really the patrons who keep this podcast coming to you each and every week. And if you want to know more about supporting the show, click the Patreon link on the cachingnw.com website. There you go. Thank you, Chris. And the, the little bit of awkwardness we have around that is for some reason, at some point in time, probably when I wasn't on the show, we switched up the show notes so that Chris says the part that I normally say. So I get up to there. I'm like, oh, well, that's Chris's name. So I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Just jump in. Just take over. <laughs> you know. Right. But now we're going to jump back to the part Chris normally says. Oh, now you're going to read it? No, no. Chris will read it. Okay. I'm, I'm taking the night off. I was compared to Molson Canadian. I've, I've got the rest of the night off now. <laughs> you are almost literally phoning it in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be me. You guys oh, are in your home studios. That's right. I'm phoning it in tonight. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, hey, it's time for our glow. Yay. And here's what I normally say. Whether you wrote it or whether you read it, we want to hear about it. Great logs simply make geocaching better. Send an email to feedback at cachingnw.com. You can always call in to 253-693-TFTC or use the voicemail tool on the website and show us how you glow. All right. And tonight we're going to glow here from on the road. And uh, the, the glow says, while out caching with IHAN the other day, we found... GC5NFYQ, and in doing so, ran across the log from none other than Chris of the Northwest. I've heard, I've heard of him. Dan Double Dog dared me to submit it as a glow, so here it is, although this is supposed to be a family-friendly podcast. So this log is from Chris of the Northwest. I found this little bugger to keep my 366-day challenge going. Okay, now, time out. If this is Chris of the Northwest log, why am I reading it? But anyway, because <laughs> I'm afraid to say some of these words in public. <laughs> uh, okay. 
My wife says I'm too handsy, but apparently that's a good thing when geocaching, not when she asks for a back rub. All guys know what women really mean when asking for a back rub. Why don't they admit it? Oh, oh no, they get all offended if our hands wander at all. It's possible I do not understand women, but that's highly unlikely. I've been married for 25 years to the same woman. I must have done something right in all that time. She has told me that she loves the anniversary gifts of irons, pots and pans, and vacuums. Don't tell me I'm not romantic. I've got skills. I'm in the union. Surprise dinners at the finest fast food restaurants. Romantic drives so I can go hunting. Long walks on the beach while I fish. Romantic nights at home watching all the Star Trek and Star Wars movies back to back. Leaving the toilet seat up so she can decide if she wants it up or down. Letting her have quiet nights at home while I'm drinking with the buddies. I'm the complete package. The container and log are both in good shape. Thanks for the cash. Interesting glow. <laughs> I, I think there's a story behind that glow. I don't know what you mean. Or maybe it's just an accurate way uh, that Christopher Northwest feels about his wife. I go. love her, and I give her all these opportunities to... Or I show my love in all these different ways. And, <laughs> Big sigh. Yeah. So time. anyway, um, we want to on a on a very serious note. We want to switch thoughts. Our our uh, sorry. We want to switch themes here for just a minute and let you know that our thoughts and prayers are with those who are f- affected by the many fires right here in the Northwest. I mean. They seem to be everywhere, and they're huge mm. this year. So, you know, if if you uh, had to evacuate uh, because of air quality or because that you know your your property's in danger, let just know that we're thinking about you. We're praying for you. Well, and absolutely, absolutely. But even on a more practical side, if you want to help out. Um, there's a lot of relocation, particularly up in, in British Columbia. There's been a lot of people getting displaced by the forest fires. And I believe if you go to the Red Cross website and you want to give to help support those folks who um, uh, you know, are at risk of losing their homes and definitely are trying to continue their lives while they're being displaced by the forest fires, go check that out and see what you can do to help out. Red Cross is an excellent organization. Uh, I know that if not 100%, a very high percentage of everything you give goes to help those in need. You can trust the Red Cross. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. So um, in other news, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue out of that serious topic and talk about something less serious, but hopefully still interesting. Here's the question. Do you want to meet the Cash in the Northwest hosts in person and win a prize? No. I just want the prize. Oh. Well, oh, wait, that wasn't a question for us. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, meeting us kind of is a prize. So I, I don't know what else. I mean, that's kind of, I could just drop the mic and stop there. But I you only know, charge $5 for an autograph. I think it's a bargain. That is a bargain. Absolutely. Hey, you know, um, seriously, though, uh, you can win some very cool BC Geocaching Association swag. And how do you do that? Well, Caching in the Northwest is going to be at Geocoin Fest 2018 in Issaquah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how serious Issaquah. that is. There yeah. you go. Issaquah. That's where we're going to be. In Issaquah, Washington. That is Sunday, September 30th, the big event. We are going to have a booth there. Thank you very much to the organizers of Geocoin Fest for inviting us to come along and play. We promise to almost play nicely. Um, almost. Almost. But here's the deal. If you want to win a prize, this is the way it's going to work. Sometime during the GeoCoin Fest weekend, find, so either on that Sunday or the Friday or the Saturday, find one of the three of us hosts. We're going to be around and we're going to have tickets with us. And some of us are rounder than we want to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, find one of us, get a ticket, hold on to your ticket. Then on Sunday, September 30th at noon, Come to our booth in the historic Pickering Barn where the Omega event is taking place and hand in half your ticket into the draw bucket. We will have the draw and you will uh, have a chance to win some of these prizes. And thank you very much to British Columbia Geocaching 
Wow. All right. I'm going to start drinking because this isn't working. Thank you very much to the BC Geocaching Association for sponsoring these great prizes. And we are looking forward to GeoCoinFest 2018, Sunday, September 30th. You know, the podcast just isn't as much fun when Land Monkey is sober. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> hey, there's many people in the chat that said they've already met us. So we they we owe them a prize. They should just get a prize because they've already met us. Uh, no, hey. they've gotten a prize if they've met us. They have our presence. That's why they call it a present. Our yeah. presence is a prize. Yeah. And uh, after that log, Chris, I understand your wife has been saying that you are quite a prize. Oh, I am. I am the complete package. Yeah. Yes. Actually, so I've heard. my my wife is the one who really posted that. So I mean, you know, that's how she feels about me. She she loves me. Everybody loves me. Ah, uh, yes. There you go. All right, and the chat, you guys are awesome over in there. Super active tonight. Hope you guys are having fun in there. Um, remember to keep us posted on the virtual cash count because, and we'll probably talk about this later, but tonight is the last night to get your virtual cash, your virtual, what is it called? Your reward, virtual reward, virtual mm -hmm. cash submitted yes. for review. Tonight's the last night. So there's been a whole ton of them publishing all over the world. Kind of cool. All right. Nice. Anyways, speaking of geocaching.com and HQ, they leaked a little bit of news about something else coming. They leaked. That sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably medication for that. You're um, a side effect little... of that line, monkey. <laughs> uh, they leaked a bit of news earlier this week in one of their memos. Uh, well, memo, email, whatever you want to call it. That was kind of curious. They didn't really explain much. So I'm going to be reaching out to Rock Chalk and see what we can find out. But what it read was introducing a new series called You Might Be a Geocacher If each month from September through December use Friend League. So, yeah, we're going back to Friend League. Individually earn points towards a new geocacher personality souvenir. Are you an adrenaline junkie? A caching connoisseur? A social butterfly? A trackable lover? Collect them all to be the ultimate geocacher. Stay tuned to learn September's challenge next week. So next week, yes. you're going to tell us more about what's going on. Sounds like, if I'm going to guess, sounds like earning souvenirs by collecting points in Friend League by, you know, doing different things like maybe two five caches for Adrenaline Junkie, high favorite points for Caching Connoisseur, go to an event, Social Butterfly. I'm just going out on a limb here, but those seem like they would probably relate. What do you think? Makes sense to me. I'm relatable. Yeah. All right. Well, then let's just give you a virtual reward. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So get out there and build up your friend league, right? That's right. Make lots of friends. Yeah. You know, one geocacher you might want to put in your friend league is Jason Winder. He was featured on the local news in Colorado and showed how geocaching is helping him work with a health concern, much like Crohn's disease, through planning and going out on geocaching adventures. It gives him the motivation, mental, emotional, and physical boost through his treatments. He's approaching fine number. If it's binary, it's only like 32, but I think it's number 10,000 in decimal. So we're congratulating Jason when he hits that milestone. He's going to let us know or let geocaching.com know. And uh, who knows? If you know Jason... Reach out to him. Tell him to give us a call and send in the highlight of that 10,000th fine at, uh, using the voicemail tool on the cachingnw.com website. Ooh, yeah, nice. Absolutely. We would love to hear from Jason Winder. So if you know him, yeah, uh, he, was, he was featured on a local Colorado news station. So uh, I watched the, the little news story they did on him, which was great. Him and his, uh, I can't remember if it's fiance or if they're married now, but... Uh, They've been getting out uh, geocaching between his treatments for uh, his, uh, his disease that he's fighting. And uh, geocaching is what he credits with giving him the motivation to, to really just start the process. So I thought it was That's a really cool. Story, That's yeah. cool. And you could also send him a link to this podcast so he can listen to the glow and learn how to treat his fiance or, or wife, depending on if. Yeah, that is go. just one of the small services yeah. we offer. Yeah, Free marital advice here. Oh. Everybody's welcome to that advice. In fact, next week, 
I'm not going to mention anything like that because I'll have been sleeping on the sofa all week. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of great advice, uh, Chris, why don't you take the next story? The next one comes from the Northwest of Europe. Uh, in UK, a plastic box containing a fake bomb and a note with boom written on it was found under, was found on a public footpath. Mm. Let me say not cool, but I continue. Six plastic cylinders were discovered taped together in the container, along with a ticking pocket watch in Paddington, Devon, 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 on Monday morning. A member of the public called 999, that's 911, you know, in British speak. Yeah. Yeah. They, they count differently. It's, it's, can, it's you remember, can you remember the whole number from IT code? Oh, one, one, eight, nine, 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 eight, eight, eight one, nine, 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 one, one, nine, nine seven, seven, two, five. five. Three. Three. <laughs> there you go. No, we can't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. A member of the public called this incredibly long number, and the police removed the box and destroyed its contents. Officers <laughs> suspect it was linked to geocaching. Oh, my goodness. Dude, not cool. Not in this well, day of it terrorism. Sounds like it was, sounds like it was just a boom box. Oh. Oh, <laughs> nice. Wow. Are they holding it over their head? Yeah. What what song do you have to play on that one? On the boom box? I, I don't remember. I don't know. I can't remember. All right, chat room. There's some, there's some research. <laughs> what song do you play on the boom box when it's over your head? All right. And what and, movie is it from? I really can't remember. And while we're speaking of romantic gestures. It, it's from Say Anything. Go ahead. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Thank you. And while we're speaking of uh, romantic uh, gestures here. Uh, another news story from the northwest of Europe um, went over from uh, England. It would be France. Um, I see England, and now I see France. There's a small French town um, that plans to oust Paris as city of love with their romantic treasure hunt. Mm. So the, the story um, goes on to talk about the town called Lens, which is situated in Pas-de-Calais in the north of France. They're planning to launch a tech and love-themed treasure hunt with a view to attracting visitors who are fans of romance. That's the story could go downhill really quickly. Be careful. (laughs) According to Le Parisien, the trail will be launched on the 28th of September in conjunction with an exhibition called Amour that is being held in the town's Louvre-Lens Museum. Operating on the principles of geocaching, where participants use a GPS receiver or a mobile phone device to uh, oh, and clues to find hidden waterproof containers, the Lons Revient Tourism Office wants to create a love trail. Yeah, this, this could go downhill really fast. They want to create a love trail based on information mm. by couples who found their partner in Lons, which has a population of approximately 31,000 people. So I'm not sure if there's actually something officially tying this to geocaching or if it's just like geocaching. So I don't know, but that's probably the safest way we can combine tech and love on this podcast. So there you go. Wow. Um, I love love. I, yeah. I, and I'm very yeah. romantic, as you know. Uh, we, we heard all about your, your, uh, yeah. <laughs> relationship advice and yeah so so chris you have lived in france we oui, we oui. and you have amazing advice on romantic relationships i think you need to contact the town of Lens and um submit your story and see if they'll create a location-based uh romance trail piece for you there I, there you go i should be the love ambassador I think that uh, everything you have to say would fit very well in a small plastic <laughs> container to be placed on a trail. Boom. Right, just write boom on a piece of paper. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Jay. I'm really touched. Thank you. Um, I'm glad <laughs> I, I you really finally see that log. I'm glad you finally see m- uh, my genius coming through. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've worked hard to hide it all these years, yet... You've done a really good job. Yeah, yeah sometimes I, I just can't contain it. <laughs> You're so excited. Hey, I'm just glad that I didn't have to read that story because Chris lived in France and you took, took French in grade school or whatever as a Canadian, but I took three years of high school Spanish. I couldn't have pronounced half those names. So, 
Thank you. Thank you. Or mercy, mercy. Merci yeah. beaucoup. Merci buckets, yeah. There you go. Uh, by the well, way, hey, that was, yeah. Who was it? It was, uh, oh, it was Keats that said, Trey's beans on all that French speaking. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, that was a ton of news and some fun stories in there, but I think that's enough about news. Tonight, we're going to recap the last weekend. There was some geocaching stuff going on the past weekend. Land Monkey and I went ape together, and along with a bunch of, of our closest friends. So we want to hear from you about your highlights. Throw some stuff in the chat. Give us, uh, you know, you can still give us a call, 253-693-TFTC, and leave us a comment or a question about going ape, and we might play it on a future podcast. But tonight, we're going to talk about our experiences. It's all about us. You better believe it. Now, the day prior to the ape was the Parlay Like It's 1699 event. That will be Arr. a very memorable event for me. Uh, many of you uh, were there on the boat with me, and I've received many outreaches of love and concern, and, and I thank you so much. Um, I, as, well, as a caring individual that you know that I am now, I decided, you know, I'm going to do something nice for my dad. And for Father's Day, I went ahead and bought him a ticket on the tall ship for this battle sail because it was such a memorable event for me. I wanted to share that with my father. Well, how'd that work out for you? Yeah, it did. It did. It it didn't go well. It was memorable. It was very (laughs) memorable. Um, You, You described in a text to me that it was fun right up until it wasn't. Yes, there you go. It was, it was a lot of fun right until it wasn't. I did not know my father got seasick. So he got seasick on that boat and he passed out. Now he has a history of cardiac events. So, you know, we took the very prudent measure of calling 911, having them meet us there at the pier. And they took us to the Bremerton ER and, you know, They decided that he should spend the night for observation. I'm all for that. And the next three days, I wasn't as happy as they decided, well, we'll run this test. And then we'll tell you 10 to 12 hours later the result of that test and if we want to run more tests the next day. So anyway, uh, my father is fine. He simply passed out. He uh, Now, the EMT described it to me the best. When you become seasick or nauseous in any way, blood rushes to your stomach. Your heart, uh, your heart rate increases to push that blood back up into your extremities. Well, my Mm -hmm. dad is on a medication that keeps his heart rate at a constant uh, level. So there was no blood going about and down he goes. So he's fine. I, I really do appreciate the love and the concern of the geocaching community since it was the geocaching cruise. You know, there were several people there. I had several people come up to me and say, what can I do to help? Um, you know, I'm here for you. And so, guys, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You know, I'm silly a lot, but this time I'm really truthful and, and I'm touched from the outreach from the geocaching community. So, Thank you so very much. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's good. And, you know, even at uh, Going Ape event, um, Jim and I were there, and there was a number of people who were coming by and asking yeah. updates and checking in to see how things were. So, um, as you say, great community. Um, you know, a number of those people are folks who are in this chat tonight. Mm-hmm. And you know, we mm-hmm. appreciate the community that you guys bring um, when there's something serious going on. So, you know, we love to have fun hang out and be crazy on the podcast. But, you know, life is life. Serious things happen. So it's really nice to know that people who like to hang out with you are also there for you when you need them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. So uh, once again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. That may not be the best term at the moment, considering it was not a cardiac event, but I don't even know where the bottom of my heart is. See, now I'm being silly to deflect. This is how I do it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Um, now that was the, um, parlay, like it's 1699 event. Mm -hmm. I'll go on to say there were three boats there. The lady Washington, 
the Hawaiian chieftain and the sea rogue. And all three of those boats kind of intermingled and shot cannons at each other. Um, we so Chris, had, how big are these boats? Um, large. Okay. Um, like, I don't know the size, but let's so see. We had earth cache and you were asked to estimate the size. 40 feet. Okay. <laughs> no, bigger than that. Uh, there were, let's see, there were 40 visitors on the boat with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight crew, crewmen. And there was still plenty of room to walk and move around. In fact, during the battle sail, they had you clear the deck, the, the gun deck. So you could be on the quarter deck or uh, forward of that. And there was still plenty of room to move about. So I have uh, to ask there, uh, you be on the poop deck. Which end do you think the poop deck is on? I always assume it's on the back. Okay. Uh, which end do you want to go into this? <laughs> so when I've traveled to Jamestown, they asked the, the eighth grade students, they tell them about the, the cabin boy's job. You, you would collect the chamber pots and dump them overboard in the morning, right? And they said, they asked, they asked the, the students the same question. If you're going to dump a chamber pot full of uh, obnoxious substance overboard, where would you do it? And they also have off in the back. And they said, okay, these are wind-powered vessels. And a wind-powered vessel, which direction does the wind come from? Huh. And right. then they said, why do you think it's called the head? <laughs> there right. you go. He, he has that so much better than I. And I've thank learned you. something new. I love it. Yes, thank you to our research department. The Lady Washington is 112 feet uh, long. Uh, is uh, He also says about 58 feet. So I 58 feet tall, maybe. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but uh, they, okay. Yes, I guess the point is these aren't like little, little oh, no. sail. These are ships. Yeah. Have ships. you seen the um, Johnny Depp? 112 feet length overall. Okay. Have you 22, seen? Uh, 72 feet length at the waterline and uh, 67 feet uh, LOD. Let's say LOD. I'm looking, I'm trying to read this at the same time. I'm looking at it and it's not working out so well. Okay. Length on deck. So That's what go. I was going to come up with. Um, have you seen the Johnny Depp um, Jack Sparrow movies? Yes. Yes. Pirates of the Caribbean. Thank you. There you go. Uh, that Lady Washington was the Black Pearl in those movies. Oh. So that if I don't know if that gives you a size idea. Okay. Was there an undead monkey? Uh, no, you were there. No, you no, weren't there. I was not there. No, and that was actually one of the questions. I think Bounce Bounce was asking if I was there. I was not there. We, we weren't able to make it this year. Yeah. So there you go. For those of you watching at home, there's a picture from my iPad of Lady Washington. Does that look accurate, Chris? Because yes. I wasn't actually there. Yes, it's okay. two masks. I don't always trust Wikipedia, but when I do, I put a picture on my podcast. <laughs> the Hawaiian chieftain is 103 feet, nine okay. inches. And the sea rogue is, is actually quite small in comparison. Oh, you've been corrected from your movie trivia. Broncos fan for life says the um, the Lady Washington was the interceptor, the British ship that was stolen in the first. Ah, uh, okay. See, I I didn't actually watch those movies. You're just making stuff up. Shh. <laughs> hey, if that's what we're supposed to do tonight, I'm I'm awesome at just making stuff up. Oh yeah, let's just make so. Okay, so I apologize. I was incorrect. Wait till he gets full of Molson. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens because I don't drink that. Oh. <laughs> That's just for export. That's just the good stuff, the export. Export it to you guys. Yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, um, so that's cool. So you um, you got on the ship. You were able to experience it. And a bunch of the people in the chat were there too, which is cool. Yeah. Um, how, long, how long were the ships out for when they went out? About an hour and a half, maybe an hour and 15 minutes right in that area. Uh, fired wow. a bunch of times, you know, big. Uh, it was like a, a hostess ho-ho size of black powder does oh, i mean okay because it was it was about that size wrapped in aluminum foil and it just looks like a ho-ho to me now i don't I'm know hungry. what else to say I, I don't know when i hear you say hostess ho-ho i'm not really sure what you're talking about it sounds like we just changed the rating on the podcast to me it's a uh confection no okay. not a confection it's a baked item is made, it made by the hostess company who makes the twinkies okay 
this uh, is so a devil's food wrapped dessert. Right, so we're still talking about like Molson Canadian. Once but, again, back to my iPad picture and uh, <laughs> the internet. There you go. There's that's nasty. Well, they 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 were always wrapped in foil. Yeah, this is this is what they look like. There you go. Great. Yeah, sign me up. Um, it's just <laughs> it's it's a reference back from my childhood. And, okay. and like I say, they were always wrapped it in foil. That's what you know. It's like, mm-hmm. um, apparently we're we're no longer family friends. Okay, so the cannons were fired using a a, a, a little small cake of powder the size of a ho ho. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, you know they had a a gunner and a gunner's mate that uh, it's, is the ding dong in foil? No, I think the ho ho is in foil. The ding dong maybe. The ding dong's in foil too. Okay, there everything was in foil in the seventies. Focus. 70s. Focus. <laughs> what? We're derailing here. No, I hey, want fake goods. But we got land monkey to say ho ho. Ding dong. <laughs> All right. Anyways. Yeah. Sorry. Um. <laughs> And we got him to say ho ho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he ho ho ho. Okay. Um, Chips. Lots cannon. of fun. Chips, cannon, lots of uh, geocachers, many of which dressed up in pirate attire. Cool. As now, was encouraged. Uh, there were two sets of virtual caches. Uh, okay. I, I only found a couple. There was a nicely convenient uh, virtual cache there. Did I say virtual cache? I meant lab caches. Did I say two sets of lab caches? Oh, okay. I got, yeah. You know what? I'm not sure what you said, but I assumed you meant lab caches. Okay. I, I'm, I'm wondering if I said something different. Two sets of, I want to say nine each lab caches. Are right, you ready? Um, and then there was a virtual cache nearby from 2003. You know, it's not a new virtual cache. It's, a, it's an old virtual cache yeah the oldie virtual cache yeah. got it that's right um and you know you you had the opportunity on the boat if you wanted to learn how to use the ropes you know to learn all the sailor phrases yes so cool you could belay that yes you belay the line mm. tote that barge lift that bale kind of heave and hoe we we heaved and hoed you can move that thing and the other thing <laughs> That's right. Yes, we took Quit two steps forward and it. then we blade or dropped the line. Um, it was a lot of fun until it wasn't. And then, so did you I, fail I, to the cliffs of insanity? Yes, no, I did not because okay. you know that's just inconceivable. Um, you keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Now, if you had the opportunity to do the, the battle sale, normally I want to say it's $60 if you catch these boats on any other uh, port. But for this event, it was $40, which was a fabulous price. So, Anyway, that was a good event. Thank you, Goblin Dust, for all your hard work to get that uh, implemented. I know um, uh, Cash Advance was there selling coins and, you know, their wares as they are wont to do. They're a great group. Yep. Um, JD was dressed up as a pirate. I don't think I've ever seen him dressed up as a pirate before. He should That's do pretty. it more often. Okay. All right. Well, speaking of JD, um, I saw him the next morning. Did you really? I did. Uh, my caching crew and I were lucky enough to uh, actually have pretty much an exact recreation of our uh, previous year's breakfast uh, before the event at the Summit Pancake House in uh, Hayak there. Um, they've got a thing called the I-90 Breakfast Special. And it pretty much sets you for most of the day. Uh, you kind of don't need lunch after that. Uh, at least I don't. But uh, you have three hams. Definitely said uh, the I-90 Breakfast was one of the best parts of the day. That and meeting other cashers. Um, but, uh, we had JD and Lisa joined us for breakfast, which was really cool. Oh, nice. Um, um yeah. <laughs> Rylang in the chat. Mm, I 90 special. Yes. We love the, I-90. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had, uh, we had breakfast with, the, with, uh, with our friends and, uh, 
and head it over to actually we did the the new virtual that by uh, right by there there's a little waterfall uh, in the river right like a kilometer away really close nice um what was that virtual uh comprised of how what was the the goal go to a place take a picture or was yeah, there more it was take a picture with uh, your gps or something in there showing the waterfall in your gps gotcha and i had the opportunity to once again drive mrs land monkey crazy by holding the gps out over the edge while i take the picture it's not like that gps is important to you that yeah. you need it for the rest of the day or anything <laughs> one day well, if you if you cache by phone and your phone is also your camera how do you take a picture of your gps well there you go then your host. mirrors uh, Smoke and mirrors. Team Finn said it's Snoqualmie Falls. There you go. Is it okay. I don't think it's Snoqualmie Falls. I think Snoqualmie Falls is further away. This yeah, is like so close to my wife at Snoqualmie Falls. That was before she knew how right. romantic I was. That was the last romantic thing you ever did. <laughs> uh, so there you go. So yeah, I don't think it's Snoqualmie Falls. I'm not sure the name. The cache is called something like Hole in the Wall or Falls in the Wall or something like that. Anyway, that all said, um, then we went to the event, and by the time we got there, Wits End had already gotten the tent set up. And it was, uh, really, well, credit uh, to help from others. When I pulled in, Sprouter came right over, and uh, MC3 Cats came over, and we had teamwork. They all just pounced and said, the tent up is, I had a lot of help, so I won't take all the credit. There you go. Um, so yeah, and again, you know, thanks to those who who definitely helped out, and uh, a big thanks to Bounce Bounce for um, sharing your super cool lab caches um, for us to have at the Caching in the Northwest tent. Uh, as always, they're a hit, and people love to come over and check those out. So we really appreciated you uh, lending those to us for the day. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. Those are they're very creative and they're so much fun. Um, I also noted that uh, some of my friends hit uh, some bounce bounce caches over that weekend and added added to the huge number of favorites that they were continuing to get. So, mm-hmm. if you're looking for highly favorited caches, look for bounce bounce. Yeah, pretty much. That's uh, that's a guarantee. Bounce bounce or goblin dust. Exactly. If here in the northwest, if if you hit either one of those two cache hiders, you're not going to be disappointed. Absolutely. Um, I mentioned earlier, Three Ham said, besides the I ninety breakfast, the other best part of the Going Ape event was meeting cashers. So we've got the new cash, the new souvenir. So we didn't think there was really much point in hiking through the tunnel again this time. Uh, although it would have been nice and cool in the tunnel. Yeah. Um, so we hung out at the tent and walked around, chatted with some people. Man, did we ever see a lot of a lot of films there? I think I met more people than I was expecting to. I was like, oh, that was really cool. Hey, we even had Signal come by and play uh, with Bounce Bounce's games there. There you go. Yes, I saw there was... I, you're trying to replace me on the podcast with Signal. Well, we were going to talk to you about that later off air. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a talk. <laughs> Signal doesn't say much, but we're going to have a talk. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, I'm also reminded um, uh, Team Finn Cameron in the chat wants to make sure that I don't forget to give him a hard time. Um, also in the chat is um, Landsharks. And uh, I was talking with Mr. Landsharks and we're uh, just chatting about a few things. And then Mrs. Landsharks comes over and grabs my shirt and says, this is a travesty. You have to see this. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness, what's going on? Takes me over to the trackable tent where there were... Oh, just hundreds of bins of, for different locations of trackables. Like there's like, there had to have been one for every state in the U S uh, you know, every County in Washington, there's just so many bins. You can barely, you know, figure out where to put things, but we noticed, and there's bins for Europe and bins for, uh, you know, there's a miscellaneous bin for, Oh, I don't know. There's you know somewhere that's not covered by everything else. Well, apparently the place that wasn't covered by everything else was Canada. <laughs> And, and that was the travesty. And, you know, I got to say, with that number of bins, so as I was being pulled over to witness this so that I could 
make sure that Canada gets a proper representation on the podcast, as I do every week. But um, so thank you to uh, Ellen, Mrs. Lamcharks, for catching that one. Um, uh, I noticed Team Finn hastily scribbling out one of the other ones and writing Canada in on it. So I thought, well, <laughs> at least there was an effort. So, so yeah, wasn't that though a geocaching.com uh, sponsored trackable table and Canada is just permanently removed? <laughs> You're just trying to get me going. I again. am. <laughs> I have promised Rock Chalk I was going to behave myself when it came to that whole topic. So, uh, I just well, nothing uh, further. First to of say. all, I don't believe you. <laughs> Second of all, he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there you go. Yeah. So in the chat, uh, Mr. Lantark says, Helen rectified the situation and never let them live it down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed meeting both the land sharks. That was, that was great. And it's always great to see people in person. You know, we get this uh, fun every Thursday night of seeing the three of us, we can see each other, but we can't see all of you fine listeners out there. You can see us, but it's kind of a one way thing. So I always enjoy going to the events and, and meeting our listeners in person. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a lot of fun to meet you guys in person. Yes, absolutely. Mr. Lemuki, you look confused. Is there a problem? No, no I was just uh, dealing with something in the chat there. Okay. All done. I was using I'm, magic admin powers. I'm, I'm mobile and I don't have the chat, so I didn't know what you were looking at. Never mind. So, yeah. folks, how was um, the weather up there during the event? Smoky. Well, yeah. Thankfully dry, and the wind was not too much of an issue this year. It, for the first couple hours we were there, there was hardly any breeze at all. Well, and the wind then, wasn't uh, an issue because you brought monster sandbags for the tent. Well, I was going to say, last year, the, the tent tried to lift off several times, so I brought some big sandbags this year and weighed the tent down, and it worked out really well. And for the first couple hours I was sitting there, I felt like I'd wasted my effort until... Like I said, a couple hours in when Peaches and Pete had to grab their tent as it rolled up over their car. So then I felt justified in hauling all that extra dead weight up so called me pass. <laughs> Ruined your gas mileage. I grabbed one of the legs of the tent to help them out with that. Yeah. So that worked out well. The weather was, was not too hot. It would have been nice if it had been a little clearer, but yeah, we have all that really smoke to I know you really couldn't see the the surrounding mountains. I mean, you could kind no. of faintly see them there, but I, man, that's bad, eh? Yeah. There you go. Well, I guess in some ways it's kind of the new norm. At least it has been the last two summers. So. It seems that way, yeah. It does seem that way, doesn't it? But yeah. today, I got to see the mountain. It still yeah, exists. It yeah, and it it cleared up and it cooled down. We got another weather system coming in from a different way that. Uh, Hopefully, we'll start to move this smoke out of here. Yeah. Uh, today, here in King Pierce, Thurston counties, I think, a Brown Bear Car Wash celebrates their 61st anniversary and they gave away car washes. But they said, you know, hmm. come on in, get the ash off your car. We'll give you a free car wash today. So they want you to get your ash in gear. And That's yeah. right. Yeah. You know, all this, all move, this smoke and ash coming down from British Columbia, maybe we just need to build a big wall. I think it's the only yeah, way that's we the can keep only this. place that there's forest fires going on right now is British Columbia. Yeah. No, there's still some in Washington. Yeah. Well, maybe we can get all those big wind turbines that I see as I go over the, and put them in reverse and blow all that <laughs> away from, yeah. Blow it out over the ocean. I think earlier in the chat, who uh, was it? Somebody was talking about putting fans, as, oh, keepers of the cash flow. I talked about putting fans on top of the Rockies and just try and blow it all up. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. Um, oh, man. So Keepers of Cashflow said the smoke got worse there in Alberta today uh, oh. as it cleared out this evening here in BC, or at least coastal BC and Washington. Yeah. Yeah. I was very grateful this morning when I left home for work that it was drizzling slightly and it smelled so much clearer. Yes, exactly. So, um, yeah, the, the air quality yesterday was 190-some-odd. Oh, Zero to 50 is good. So it was 190, which is bad. Today it was 166, 
which you go, well, that's not a great improvement, but it sure looked much better. But put it this way, according to the news, it was officially worse air in Seattle than in Beijing. Yes. There yeah. you go. There were a couple of cities uh, here in the Northwest that had, there were four cities that had the worst air quality in the entire world for that yeah. day. So, Yeah, that's just insane. Hey, um, so moving away from the smoke topic for a bit, but back to the Going Ape event. Um, and first of all, point out that I am wearing my Going Ape hat. Yes. I have a whole Going Ape shirt. You I've do. gone ape. You have gone ape. Nice. Uh, I want to. I want to thank um, Broncos fan for life for making sure I realized that there were hats there, and um, I like it. Awesome. So it's, you know, part of the wardrobe tonight. Um, one of the other things that I liked uh, were the AR lab caches, um, or the, the lab caches in general at Going Ape. Now, I got a full disclosure. I did not do the lab caches. Mrs. Landmonkey did them with uh, our caching crew. Um, but the report I got back from the caching crew and Mrs. Monkey was good job. Nice work. So, uh, kudos. Yeah, I usually trust her. Well, I have to say, I was I did a couple of... No, I think it was at lunch during Giga Stock with Broncos fan. She goes, we use the same stuff at work. The, the same type of AR. Oh, yeah. Um, and she says it can look it can look very good. She's I'm going to do some of these. So nice. Very cool. So I'm glad to know that uh, you know she put her knowledge to work and produced some good quality caches. Yep, yep. No, that's well done. Yes, definitely. Uh, Broncos fan, take a bow. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Virtual well, applause from the chat room. It it's funny as well because uh, yeah, there you go. Chat room applause. Way to go, chat room community. Um, it, it's funny because when I first found out that they were going to do AR based lab caches at the Going Ape event, um, I sent a tweet out saying, Oh man, I hope they are going to be better than the ones at uh, Gigastock. Because, so here's the thing I, the, the lab caches at Gigastock, there was 10 of them. Well, there was 30 lab caches total, 10 of them were AR lab caches. The first one I did is the one where, you know, there's this piece of paper on the table with a squiggly line. Um, launch the, the app or launch the web page. Um, when your camera picks up the squiggly line, it pops up a uh, you know, within the, the frame on your camera, um, the word that you need to. to I thought, okay, cool. So, that, yeah, that one's like that. All 10 were basically the same idea mm. piece of paper with a squiggly line on it, hover your phone over it, and you get a word. And you just kept doing the same thing. So after the first one, I was like, okay, that's cool. And then nine more like that. I'm like, okay, come on, you guys. So my 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 plea to the organizers of Going Ape was, please be more creative. And they were. So cool. nice job, you guys. Well done. Well done. Um, speaking of Broncos Fan for Life, she let us know that, if you remember our news story from earlier in the podcast, we were talking about the fellow named Jason in Colorado. Yeah. Geocaching his recovery um, methodology. Said uh, his caching ID is Anim Jason, Jason, N-I-M-J-A-S-O-N. And he has cleared 10,000 points. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try and reach out to this dude and see if yeah. he wants to share something with us. That'd be fun. All right. Um, I don't know what else. That's kind of the bulk of what I had to, to talk about. I, I enjoyed the event. Like I said, it was really fun to meet up with people. I didn't know the land sharks were coming, so when I saw them there, that was kind of fun hanging out with them. Um, I got to oh, I got to meet um, Chris Mackey, the geocoin designer. I've heard of this guy for years. I've seen his work and admired it. And I actually got the opportunity to meet him and his wife. So that was Great. Really cool. Yeah. I also and, heard that Nick from Cashley was there. We saw he Nick was. Ashley, he yeah. stopped by and asked for you. He, asked about he, you. He's actually out caching. Yeah, there you yeah. go. We want to verify that he is a real geocacher. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, what else was there? So, yeah, lots of people. And I, I'm going to, I mean, there's people that I, you know, I abuse out of the chat who I got to see there. <laughs> MC3 yeah. cats. Yeah. Uh, 
um yeah no it was, it was a lot of fun and you know lots of familiar faces a few people who were new to me um it was great i you know i find i find going ape is a really good event to sort of combine the whole i'm going to omega i'm going to get my mega icon i'm going to do some lab caches but also a really good social component to it yeah if you're not it's not like everybody takes off to go find the caches to earn you know the coin for the event or whatever it is people tend to hang out in the park for at least long enough that you get social time and there's so many different people that get drawn in from different places it works really well so yeah i think you know yeah uh, i know the uh the coordinators work hard to make it a low-key mega yes it is a mega event but you know it's it's pretty low-key and it promotes socializing which really as an attender you come away going oh that was a nice event i got to see a lot of people so yeah yeah i guess i got to meet new people that i interacted with here but you know the blind sharks that was great i got to meet uh case Mon. oh yeah came by and played a lot of the of the bounce bounce puzzle boxes so and we got to hang out. I got to hang out at the tent with Mrs. Land Monkey while Mr. Land Monkey went out in Periscope. So you can actually find footage of us on his Periscope if the archive is still out there. It is. Yeah, I always save them. So it's out there on Twitter. There you go. So if you didn't make it and you want to see what the Mega looked like, go check out Land Monkey's Periscope. And there's a brief appearance from Mrs. Land Monkey and myself. You know, Next. I should look at it because I didn't get to see what the tent looked like. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. It looked awesome because it was filled with bounce, bounce caches. Well, that's, that's the whole, right. Yeah, exactly. We've, right. we've got to get him on contract. <laughs> yeah. Bounce, bounce caches only appear at Caching in the Northwest booth. <laughs> All we right. have the exclusive bounce, bounce contract. Um, oh, and uh, MC3Cats asked, uh, wasn't the ape interviewed? And uh, he was interviewed on my Periscope. So if you want to see the ape interview, it's on my Periscope. Yes, that's true. Uh, we did not. Uh, we did not record an audio interview with the ape this year. Although I guess that's kind of a tradition. We need to get back to doing that. Yeah. Well, we may have something that uh, that you Chipotle. don't know about. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So that all said. Um, what do you guys want to do? You want to wrap up the normal part of the show? We I think I think we ought to. Okay, that's usually when there's a pregnant pause. That means we're done. So, <laughs> big sigh from Jim. Nice. All right. Well, Jim, you wanna you wanna start working us out? Sure. You know, we want to thank everybody. We want to thank everybody listening, of course, but of course. On top of all that, our special thanks go out to our Denali-level supporters. That would be Bounce Bounce, as we've been talking about here, Team Squirrel, Limax, and WorldCaching.com. Maybe you don't know about supporting the show by being a patron. You can go over and check out the Patreon. Patreon, that's an N, not an M. Patreon link over on the CachingNW.com website. Awesome. Do you want to take a run at the names here? Well, I could give it a shot. Let's see. Take my big breath like Len Monkey always does and say, That would be the Pendragon, Broncos fan for life, Sprouter, Camp Clan, Tick Magna, Kev MacD, Subway Mark, Dora Moore, Dune Buddy, Ken Vegas 19, Geo Nav, Pros, Wino, Seattle, Acker Doc, Billy Robson, Nice, Anteas, Keats 94, Curiosity Girl, Trexer Zero, and MC3 Cats. Nicely done. Thank you very much, folks. Now, until next week, where can we find? Oh, let's say Land Monkey. Where can we find you online if people were looking for you? Um, well, I'm in my basement uh, at the computer. That's where you can find me online. Okay, nice. Um, I'm so much cooler online. <laughs> uh, at least I'm not in my mom's basement, so you know there's a step up there. <laughs> uh, no, seriously though, you can find me on uh, landmonkey.blogspot.ca, and you know what? Uh, just brand new, hot off the presses. If you Type in adventuregeocaching.com. That's adventuregeocaching, one word, dot com. That's going to take you to my blog. Oh. I got a new what URL. What is I this? I got a new URL. I've, I've been busy. 
All right. So um, that, but of course, follow me, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, at LandMonkeyGC. And check out that YouTube channel. Just dropped another one. Uh, so episode two of season one of Geocaching Adventures. That is our second day in Iceland. Uh, doing the Golden Circle Tour that, uh, that just dropped last night. So check that out. Um, give it a thumbs up. Follow. Sure, appreciate all of that. Uh, what's end, my friend? I was going to say, look at you dropping Iceland like that. That's amazing. <laughs> well, you know, I was just sitting here thinking, maybe we need to start a new part of the podcast for your challenges and all. And it'll be find wits end on a Thursday night. Because obviously <laughs> I'm not in my studio tonight. Wouldn't it be fun if we said, okay, here comes the podcast. Let's see who can get on camera with me first. But that's, maybe that's <laughs> a, little more, a little more difficulty than we want to go to. Uh, I am close to home tonight just i'm working and i'm on a break and i have to go back to work pretty soon so when i'm not working or anytime i'm working find me online twitter.com wits end also geocaching it's my handle there and i think there's even a facebook slash wits end wits end is pretty much where you'll find me hopefully and our illustrious host chris of the northwest how about you well, look for me on Twitter or Facebook, Caching NW. You know, head on over to CachingNW.com slash host. Find our bios. You can read those. Find all those links. See, that way you don't have to pull off the road and try to write down with a with your handy little geocaching pen um, all these addresses that we just mentioned. All right. And, you know, if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, why don't you join us on a Thursday Night Live sometime? You can see our smiling faces and watch light shows from Land Monkey. <laughs> whether you join us live or whether you join us on a podcast feed, we want to thank you for taking this time out of your day to listen to this episode of Caching the Northwest. You can be part of the show. It might help us. Give us a call, 253-693-TFTC. Leave us a comment. Ask us a question. Save us from a Bigfoot attack any time of the day or night. And, of course, you can always email feedback at cachingnw.com. Your support helps to keep quality shows coming. If you like this show, head over to the cachingnw.com website and click that Patreon link like we talked about. So you can subscribe, you know, podcasts. You can do that. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. There's a ton of podcast apps out there. Pick your favorite and subscribe to Caching Northwest. This show is produced by Chris Umpenauer and Jake Kennedy and... Hosted by Chris J and little old me. So it's licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license copyright 2018 by Chris Umpenauer. That's him right there. Hang out for a while now. We might do something else. The after show. That thing. That's what we're going to do. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, folks, if you're new to the podcast, the after show is a time where we, uh, get to chat with those who are watching live in the chat room. They've posted hashtag Fatas comments. That's for the after show. And it's something that maybe didn't fit in with the content of the normal show, but we toss it in as an opportunity for a little uh, more intimate interaction, shall we say? Yeah. Fair you enough. Know, because I'm romantic that way. Hmm. Okay. What? What were you going to say, Land Monkey? Nothing. I'm just agreeing with you. Okay. Uh, we start off with uh, Keats94 says new virtuals in downtown Vancouver. That's GC7 Beta 6 uh, Foxtrot 0 and GC7 Beta 6. I want to say martial arts, but it's Mike Alpha. Mm. <laughs> I thought it was monkey attitude, so. Oh. Well, you can get some monkey attitude. It's <laughs> can, free. can you go to the new virtuals and get monkey attitude? Sure. If I'm there. Or Fatas could be fun and teasing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very nice, Kev Macdy. All right. Um, Kev Macdy also shared another uh, up here in uh, British Columbia, another. Um, Virtual cash published is in New Westminster, and that is GC7 Bravo 9 Juliet Alpha. Nice. 
To which Breilink says the FTF is still available on that one. Oh. And it still is as of this moment. There you go. Okay. So stop listening. Go get a geocache. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, Start cacher shared for the after show. He said, I'm a couple hundred miles closer to most of the people in the chat tonight. He's watching on the free Wi-Fi in his motel room. In- oh, hey. Yeah, there you go. Jim can relate. In uh, Libertyville, north of Chicago, spending the weekend Friday through Sunday at Six Flags Amusement Park. Well, that Ooh. sounds like fun. Six Flags are pretty fun. Yeah. The little bald guy doing the dance. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not dancing right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, oh different little bald guy. You know, yeah, we, with copyright concerns, we probably can't use his name. <laughs> Where's the yellow and black striped shirt? There you go. We do love a free hotel Wi-Fi, let me tell you. Yeah, no why, why would you say that, Witsend? That's where I'm coming to you from right now. And that's what Keith wants to know, is where are you coming from right Hashtag now? Hashtag, where's Witsend? <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm working tonight. Well, not at the moment. I'm having fun hanging out with you guys. It's my, it's it's on a break, but it's kind of uh, like work. Yeah, yeah. Set up some audiovisual gear. I'm here at the Hyatt. Uh, I think it's the Hyatt Regency. I forget all the the names. Of the, all the hotel ballrooms look the same. Once you've been in one, you've been in any of them. But uh, I mean, Bellevue. There's a show going on in the in the ballroom upstairs that ends in about an hour, and I have to go back to work and help put all the pieces back in the boxes and back in the truck so you guys can sign off pretty soon and go to bed and i'll go back to work and be a couple hours behind you there you go well plus your drive back yeah mc3 cats but you know what the winning traffic hashtag. this time of night's great oh that's huh? true MC, winning hashtag mc3 cats has the winning hashtag tonight hashtag where's wits oh there you go <laughs> And you need a stripey hat. hat. Where in the world is Wits End? (laughs) Oh, let's see. Do you have anything else? Uh, Um, Keith says, it looks like the smoke is on its way out. Thoughts are with the fire crews. Very good. And those affected by the wildfires. Thoughts are also with the FSR power trails and the geo-maintenance that follows. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Oh. I have been corrected here in the chat. Um, the cache up by Hayek, the virtual I was talking about, called Fall in the Wall Virtual. Um, and it's GC7 Bravo 72 Bravo. Thank you very much. Uh, is, is the virtual called High Kayaking? Like Hayek? High Kayak? Oh, okay. That could be. I just remember Fall in the Wall being part of it. But there okay. you go. Yeah. Fall in the Wall Virtual High Kayaking. Well, I suppose I could go look up the uh, thing. Why, you know, uh, how come it doesn't search right? Because. Oh, yeah. Kevin MacD said we're at 6,978 virtuals now. So, mm. yeah. Well, Brandling had said that there was 6977 at the beginning of the show. So that means one virtual got published during our podcast. I think that one should get extra credit i don't know something oh definitely yeah if it was published during our show yeah let's let's well hey research department tell us which one that was Ooh, challenge it will send a cashing in the northwest souvenir for your profile if you can get that one Ooh, there you go published during the podcast so there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. We appreciate each and every one of you. You know, the after show is just a nice spot to make this more of a dialogue rather than us talking our heads off like we do each and every week. That's right. <laughs> so thank you so much for sticking with us. Uh, I'm kind of talking, seeing if, if we come up with anything from the research department. If not, that's okay. <laughs> Stretch. 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 
Yeah, I'm getting this from the sidelines. I don't know what it means. Uh, <laughs> I think they're making taffy over there. I got super glue on my fingers or something. Okay. I don't know. No. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, folks, until next week, go out and get that FTF on that new virtual. And while you're doing that, you know you will be cashing in the Northwest. Good night.